Hello everybody, welcome back to season three, welcome to 2023, happy new year. I hope you've all had a pleasant, I guess, I was going to say festive season, but maybe not everyone celebrates in that sense, but just, I guess, a pleasant six weeks whilst um, the podcast has had a break. And do you know, I'm actually quite nervous coming back to this, so I'm going to do that really nice fun thing for you all by slurping my tea which is obviously great for podcast recording because I just need to feel a little bit calm doing this and isn't it so interesting that it's as though we've got this comfort zone haven't we and podcasting became part of my comfort zone I'm you know my kind of we've had a circle around me that was my comfort zone it it expanded and brought in podcasting um when I first started which is just over a year ago now but every time I take a break the fear can come back again and even though I've been feeling ready to come back to recording now for maybe a week or so I knew it was going to be towards the end of this week and I'd had a bunch of different ideas come through anyways but I was feeling a bit of resistance and the resistance when I really lent into it was basically fear it was saying hmm yeah, maybe that's not quite the right subject to come back with. Maybe you should practice that a little bit more. Maybe you should perfect that. Maybe you should wait. And in general, maybe what you have to share just isn't good enough. And it's so interesting how it just seeps in between, especially just with a little bit of time. So I wanted to share that because I think quite often we can kind of wonder or get annoyed at ourselves when we're like oh we've done that so many times why is it more difficult this time and it's sometimes it's about just generally the time the 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 gap that we've taken in between doing something regularly and then maybe taking a break and going back to it so maybe that could be taking a break from work over the holidays and then coming back and then being like oh I'm a little bit nervous to come back you know a little bit of fear there little bit of worry about I don't know presenting projects for example if that's something you do all the time and you're there going isn't this ridiculous why do I feel this way I do this all the time but it's because that fear comes in and that fear you know the fear is to be loved as well the fear is here to to keep us safe essentially is it's what our what our ego is trying to do to keep us safe because for example if I go back to podcasting that's you know my one of my biggest fears is to be judged is being judged should I say and obviously being judged not in not in a good way necessarily if you're judged in a good way then it's great isn't it it's all very conditional but yeah this fear of being judged in a bad way <clears throat> and so you're funny enough my, my voice is going funny isn't it because of course I'm coming back to speaking and so my voice is trying to block me now as well so yeah it's it's this kind of fear that can that can seep in to, to protect you from from putting yourself out there in the world so they're going well are my fears going well, don't go back to podcasting because if you do that and put that out there in the in the public eye or the public ears, then people can judge it and people can say nasty things or people can think it's it's shit basically. And so it's about really getting clear sometimes on why we do things. Why are you choosing to do what you do in any area of your life? How are you choosing to be? And what makes you feel good? You know, and what you what what do you want to bring more of into your life? So for me, podcasting, I love podcasting because the main reason I want to do it is to to hopefully help people, to share, to inspire, to provide something that people can resonate with, to 
yeah, hopefully help others on their own healing journey. And that can really help going through the fear because, of course, you're getting very clear on your why. But sometimes if we're just going through life and we're picking to do this, this and that, but we haven't really grounded into why we do it, it can be even more difficult to push into or should I say out of our comfort zone, really, to expand our comfort zone. And you know, this can take time as well. I remember when I first wanted to go traveling, it took me, I think the decision to go traveling and then it took me maybe about two years before I actually went. And I had to get clear on why I was going throughout that process. And eventually it stayed with me for so long that it was like, right, you know, no one wants to come with me. So like, let's just do this by myself. That's what I'm going to have to do. And that was really scary. But because I knew why I wanted to do it, I wanted this experience. I wanted this adventure. I wanted to experience different cultures and I just I just felt it so deep within me that I wanted to do it that I was able to expand my comfort zone and allow it in. So sometimes it's just taking that time to get to know why you want to do something and then it makes it a lot easier to do it. And sometimes you take that time to work out why you do something and then you're like, oh, maybe that's not what I want to do. Which is kind of the theme of today, actually, a little bit of um, what's coming through really for me and then I want to share how I guess I'm working through it which is all about identity and identity crises really (laughs) that's what I feel like I'm kind of experiencing right now I mean the new year it could be something you're experiencing too because this energy over the new year can bring in a lot of kind of introspection you know along with that energy of winter drawing us into stillness and into rest um oh Let me just pause for a sip of my tea and clear my throat. Hopefully that feels nice and, I don't know, mindful and present for you all hearing that slurp. My sister gets so annoyed at me at that, really, she she hates how I slurp my tea. But maybe I should exaggerate it more on here so that you can really hear it. I don't know. Let me know in the comments on Substack. But, yeah, identity. And this time of year... uh, we're kind of we're ending a year, aren't we? Regardless of whether I guess you celebrate the new year or not, we're pretty much all a little bit tied to this. Is it Gregorian calendar where, you know, the actual, you know, the date being the date it is today type thing. Um, and so we have ended one year and we're beginning another year. So there's ending and there's beginnings, there's death and there's rebirth. And alongside that, we could maybe take the time to reflect, although I, you know, I really suggest everyone does this, but it can just be something that comes up automatically anyways. And we take this time to reflect and think, okay, what did I like about 2022? What did I not like about 2022? Or what would I, you know, what do I want to change from what I did or what I experienced in 2022? What didn't resonate with me? What didn't feel good? What didn't feel like me? And what do I want to bring into my next year? And, you know, don't get me wrong, this doesn't have to just be about the new year. It can be absolutely any time. And it can be triggered by something we experience. Maybe there's a change going on in your life. Maybe it's something to do with a relationship or a change in work or some of us had a change in circumstance. Or it could just be that something starts, I don't know, twitching in your brain, (laughs) your little eye twitch, like "Mm, something... My uh, my intuition's telling me that something is kind of needing to change right now or what I'm doing or if I continue doing what I'm doing, it's not going to benefit me. Hmm. Yeah, and that's been what's coming up for me over the new year and it might be something that comes up for you as you start to consider 
you know, what it is that you would like to do going forward, whether it's the year, the month, the week, or expand even further to the, you know, decade, maybe you're somebody who likes to do like a three or five, 10 year plan, or, you know, a life plan as such, or even, not even a life plan, but I often sit here and I think, you know, what would I feel in my deathbed? Morbid, I know morbid, but but it does make me really focus on what's important to me and to let go of all that kind of, um, you know, when we get really caught up in our day to day lives. So let go of all that and just get to the core of, of everything. So, so yeah, it's a time when identity can come in because, you know, I'm pretty sure we've all identified as some type of person or however you want to describe it, some sort of description. We've, we've all tied our identities to that at one point in our life or another. And really, is this something that serves us? So that's what I want to talk about a little bit more. So for me, and I assume pretty much everyone maybe feels this way about identity, but identity is all about how we identify, you know, uh, it's a this maybe a label or describing word that we feel we we are or a part of it is or it does resonate with us and so for an example let's take uh, the example of being a runner maybe you're somebody who goes to a running club and a lot of your friends uh, your friends are through the running club so you do a lot of socializing with them or running with them you know Uh, and so essentially you then kind of identify as a runner and maybe other people describe you as these labels and they might not be labels that you've even thought of, but then you go, oh, I quite like that. I know that for a long time I was kind of described as the, the sort of the healthy and the, the fitness focused one uh, for a lot of my 20s. And the irony is that I'm totally way more healthy and fit right now, not being obsessed with fitness and not being obsessed with diet, dieting and the, the diet, the food that I was eating as well. So it's interesting because, you know, I enjoyed that identity and this is the thing we do enjoy our identities, don't we? Because, you know, they make us feel good. Maybe they have some sort of um, stereotype that's attached to them, like the running one. You could go back to that example. You could say, yeah, like as a runner, you're seen as healthy and fit and motivated and driven. You know, there's all these different things that can describe it as well. And so, and so identity can be something that we can get attached to. And that's, I guess, where the issue comes in is it's this attachment. It's this attachment to an identity and to essentially what that means. But ultimately, that identity might not actually be serving you, which is, you know, it's something that we might not realize actually, because that's what we know ourselves to be. But sometimes we pick these identities because they help us fit in. You know, this is again, a part of human behavior, isn't it? We want to fit in like me. I don't want to be judged. So don't do a podcast. And then therefore people will like you more because then you're not putting yourself out there to be disliked, I guess. But, but yeah, we might pick something to fit in. And just think about the times in your life when you've perhaps identified in a way that you knew wasn't quite you. And, but you did it because you wanted to be included by maybe a particular group or a certain person. So you can kind of exaggerate maybe a part of yourself or you just kind of want to be a part of it. And so we can kind of get a bit obsessed with the idea that identities define us. 
So essentially identities aren't necessarily necessarily bad per se, I guess, because it can be very useful to have these terms, these labels used to describe ourselves. So, and, and they can really actually be a part of you. So I'm vegan, which I don't actually talk about much on here. But, um, but you know, being vegan, it's kind of sums up a little bit about my values and, and my ethics. So it can be helpful. But at the same time, it can also be very restrictive because it can, it can really limit the really expensive person that you are. People might just see you as that, you know, people might just see me as vegan or a podcast host, whatever, and you might identify as your your job, for example, and people might see you as as your job, and then assume, I don't know, like your all the things related to your job. So maybe you're a nurse, and then people are then like, oh well, she must be always really kind and caring and giving and compassionate and all that, and definitely a lot of those things, I guess. But there is a lot more to you than just being your job or an identity based on maybe a hobby that you have. And funnily enough, I actually had a conversation recently with a friend and I was talking about wild swimming and I thought, do you know what? I identified as a wild swimmer for a while and then was starting to feel like I wasn't wild swimming enough to identify as a wild swimmer. And it's like she said, and, you know, I was thinking as well, it's like, well, how often do you need to go wild swimming to be a, a wild swimmer? Isn't it crazy? We already have this idea of what that means. And and that's where we worry because we we feel like we'll worry about judgment from others because maybe we're not living up to that identity. So that can be another issue of the identity. It can cause that kind of pressure. Um, and another issue with identity is that sometimes they're negative. Sometimes it's how you identify. And I hear so much, so much of people talking like this and I, and I find it really sad. And, but I know I did it a lot as well, but identifying, uh, in, in ways that are very restrictive or limiting or just not very nice. So I used to always say like, Oh, I'm so stupid. I just used to say that a lot. I'm so stupid, you know. Um, And I hear a lot of people say like, you know, well, I just, I overthink and that's just me. Or, you know, I'm I'm always busy. I can't slow down. That's just me. Those type of things. Um, And, you know, so on and so forth. It's, you know, I'm I'm not good enough or I can't do that. Um, A lot of kind of that comparisonitis can really kick in with that as well. You know, particularly if you're, if you can have a bit of a, not the best relationship with social media like me and I can get myself stuck scrolling and then be like I can't do what they do I wish I had what they have but I obviously I just can't I'm not qualified enough I'm not good enough I'm not educated enough I don't have the right voice you know all these different things and funnily enough we may see identity as something that is describing who we really are at our core within, but actually it's it's actually something that we've taken on from the external. It's something that we've told ourselves we are or someone else has kind of defined ourselves to be sometimes. So they're not always great for us. And a quote that came to me again, I've, I've said it before on the podcast and I do apologize because I don't remember who the person is who actually said it, but I heard it on the Jay Shetty podcast and it is, you are not who you think you are. You are who you think they think you are. Bit of a mouthful. But essentially the idea is that we're not defining ourselves by who we at our core know ourselves to be. We are defining ourselves by who we think other people think we are. So it's not even what they think. It's not necessarily who we are, but it's what we think other people think we are. 
And, you know, it's not to beat ourselves up about this, because I do think this is, again, about part of being human. We are, you know, on this planet and we're, you know, we're kind of like a pack animal as such. We're a group animal. We survive in that way. And so we want to feel a part of the group. So we do whatever it is within someone else's eyes to keep a part of the group and not be rejected because, you know, hundreds of years ago um, in our tribe, if we'd have been rejected, then we're probably putting ourselves out there to to die, you know. So it's uh, it's something that I think probably has stayed with us in that kind of reptilian brain style. I don't know that as a fact, by the way, everybody, but I'm just going to assume it because it seems to fit what I'm talking about. But coming back to the new year and identity, Another thing about identity is that often our identities can change, I think. You know, we're fluid, we're fluid beings, we can change. And sometimes an identity actually stops us from listening to our intuition or can block that. And I know over this uh, kind of Christmas and New Year, when I've been really leaning into rest, I found that really difficult because an identity that I've had for a long time, like I mentioned before, was this idea of being kind of like the healthy one, the fitness one. And even though I've worked a lot on that and really working on healing my relationship with food, with fitness and with myself, it isn't easy to rest because when I rest, this fear comes in and is like, oh, you know, this isn't going to be good for your fitness if we rest. Maybe you should go for a walk. Maybe your muscles will tighten. This isn't good. Oh my God. You know, and, and it doesn't necessarily always or actually doesn't so much now span into weight or anything. But it has done that in the past, you know, that kind of if I sit here and rest, I'm going to put on weight. I mean, it's Christmas, we're eating more, so yada, yada, yada. But I've been able to sit with it a lot more now and realize that actually this this doesn't serve me. My body was calling for so much rest this winter and now I'm feeling like a bit more of a desire to to move a bit more. And don't get me wrong, it's like it's not like I wasn't moving because I, I still do move, you know, a pretty, pretty lot pretty lot that's a phrase a pretty lot in my life but just less than I was and so it has shown up how that identity is still something that I identify with but who who for you know how is that actually serving me so it's interesting to really look into identities and think like is that actually serving me is that actually for my benefit and that's what I've been doing this new year. So that identity of dropping the fitness one uh, showed up a lot. And another one that showed up was this um, part of me, which identifies as a traveler. Now, don't get me wrong. I've not even traveled that much, but I've traveled a little bit. And I've been looking for jobs recently, as you probably know, uh, which I'll share a little bit more about once all that's finalized. It's still all a bit kind of up in the air at the moment. But but there's a few jobs I applied for that were based in adventure travel. And when they came through, I was like, oh my God, these jobs are for me. I have to take these jobs, which by the way, the travel would have been once a year, maybe. So 99% of the rest of the job would have been something else. But I was really focusing on that and being like, yeah, that's, that's me. That is though I get to go on that long trekking trip in Iceland once a year type thing. Yeah, that's totally worth it. But these jobs actually didn't close until a new year. I haven't heard back from them. Maybe I will. Who knows? Maybe you're listening to that and this and you're thinking, well, uh, we were going to offer you an interview, but we're not now because you've just said you don't want it. So, yeah, all these awkward things about being out in the public eye, public ears, should I say? But uh, yeah, I really don't think anyone who potentially be an employer is listening, but who knows, you might be. Um, hi, <laughs> this is awkward. 
But um, but yeah, as I sat with it over the new year and really sat in that rest as well, I started to think, what do I really want to kind of spend 99% of my time doing a job that probably isn't what I want to do for that 1%, which could be an amazing experience, definitely. But is this what I'm wanting at the moment? And so kind of having the identity of being the the traveling one and, you know, telling people about these jobs and them going, yeah, that's really you, absolutely go for it. It was reinforced, you know? And so it had to lean into this identity and think, is this how I identify now? Is this serving me now? So what I really, I guess, want to offer in this is obviously all that rambling to say that I would love it if you could just look at your own identities really and just work out if they are serving you in your life now and what you want to bring in going forwards. You know, have a think about what your identities actually are. Maybe some of these identities are kind of contradicting where you want to go. So I know that I want to kind of spend some time grounding down and progressing in in the work that I do, which I've never done in any job, by the way. And so that's what I'm feeling for at the moment. But that traveling part was screaming at me saying like, no, that's not us. We don't settle. We don't stay still. But all of the time when I've been moving around and living in different places and traveling and going from job to job, have I actually been at peace or fulfilled? Uh, probably not, only for short periods. But that's because all of that I know is within now. So it doesn't really necessarily matter what I do, but what I really would like to focus on is serving people and to focus on that grounding and settling right now, you know? That's what feels good. So it's following that feeling as well, which is what I I would suggest to, to think about next. And that look at your identities and think, okay, does that identity feel like me right now and what do I like about that identity or what do I not like about that identity does it serve me is it you know blocking me is it expanding me so you can feel into how that might feel in the body which is uh, always one of my favorite things to do have a little feel of where it's showing up and does it feel expansive or limiting not necessarily good or bad you can use them terms or positive or negative but I really like the idea of limiting or expansive because that can encompass a bunch of different feelings and states of mind and it really encompasses how your body feels you can get used to how your body feels in in different situations and then get used to whether that situation is serving you or not I guess or how you're feeling in it in general hello sip of the tea so so you look at these identities and think do they feel like me and also look at the identity and think where does that come from? Did I assign myself identity? When in my life did that show up? Did somebody else assign that for me? One that really didn't serve me, but it stuck with for a long, long time was this identity of being somebody who can just eat a lot of food. And believe me, I could. And I probably, if I wanted to, would force through it and do it now. I can just keep eating. I don't tend to throw up at all. So when I was going through that phase of like um, restricting my food so much that I was ending up Uh, binge eating which by the way it wasn't a binge eating disorder as such it was disordered eating there is a difference it wasn't the um, eating disorder of binge eating which I should really stress more often but essentially I was binging and in that I was eating all the food in sight only you know a few times a week a few evenings a week more specifically I guess and I knew that I could just keep putting the food away And I remember being younger and being called the human dustbin or like a hoover 
by family and it was all you know it's affectionate isn't it but I then kind of had that as part of my identity and my ego liked that it was like oh that's something that you can do that's really you can be known for that can't you and that's where you know where your place is so I was attached to that for a long time and even now it can be difficult when someone says when I, I don't eat all the food or I, or I go oh no I'm, I am full I'm gonna stop eating and people are like oh that's not like you I was like well it's like who I am now and for a long time I was identified as something that wasn't really me I guess because I was so disconnected from my body and from my my hunger and my own fullness. If you want to hear any more about that or how you might be able to work on that yourself, if you'd like it, you could listen to the Piece of Body series, which is a six-part series on my Substack. Uh, It's only £6 a month or $7, no, £5 a month and $6. Oh my God, but I risked five, six or seven pounds. I haven't said that for a while have I so yeah but you get the first two weeks for free and there's a bunch of different podcasts and newsletters on there so feel free to check them out and I talk about it all on there and healing that relationship with food fitness and and self through the six parts on there so that was an identity that I had to let go of and even though we know sometimes that they don't serve us, it doesn't make it easy to let go of because going back to the fear that we talked about at the start, that was something that, you know, made me feel in control because I knew that that was what I did. You know, I, I could eat a lot of food, so that's something I, I did and I felt safe because that was part of me. And letting go of that can be scary, particularly, you know, for our egos, for our, for our bodies to let go of these things. So essentially... <laughs> When you get to the bottom of this, you kind of go, right, okay, I've been exploring my identities and and thinking maybe that one feels like me and maybe that one doesn't. And maybe actually overall, I don't want to identify as anything. You might go into that kind of rebellious place. I do that quite a bit. Um, Me and Kelly are going to be doing a free workshop at the end of this month, actually, and uh, which is going to be really cool, by the way. I'll I'll put the links below. Um, And it's all about welcoming the energy of spring and working on those practices. But essentially, she was asking for my bio and I was like, hmm, I'm going to do something a little bit unconventional. And part of me wanted to just go, I'm just going to write hi, I'm Becca. And I don't even like that as a label. I don't want to be labeled as anything. I'm, I just like these things in my life and that's that. <laughs> but I thought, why? It just, <laughs> I didn't need to do that. I didn't prove anything that became another, I guess, label of being a bit of a, a rebel to be different, to be the one without the labels. But, you know, I managed to put something together that felt right without kind of attaching myself too much to something. But, but then as you kind of dive into it and you go, right, well, I just don't want any of these labels. I'm done with it. I'm in a place right now where I just want to be me. I just want to be me. And then you're faced with the question, who am I? Who is me? Now that is the identity crisis. (laughs) And if you get to that place, then absolutely, I fully understand how that feels. And what I would suggest from then on is, and I'll probably talk about this a little bit more coming up, but get back into that feeling and get back into self-awareness and getting to know yourself in all moments in your life as much as you can, checking in with yourself, checking in with how you feel, checking in with your body, just checking in, journaling, meditating, doing all the things, the stillness, the everything with yourself to just kind of go, hmm, who am I? Maybe it'll become very spiritual or religious for you, or maybe it'll just be a feeling of like, no, do you know what? I'm, I'm here to just be the love that I am. You know, it could be that, 
or it could be something totally different. I don't know. It can be a very big question that. So yeah, if you get to that, I'm sorry if I've helped with this whole unraveling of your of your being in this process, but sorry, not sorry, really, because I think that when we get into that call, there's some pretty cool, yummy juiciness and I guess a real kind of driver towards living a fulfilling life and uh, a real kind of embodied and empowered life. So yeah. So there we go. We're back with the first episode of season three. Oh, and uh, yeah, so these workshops, um, there's one workshop, a free one at the end of the month on the 29th. If you'd like to sign up to that, me and Kelly are doing it and we're actually going to release three episodes for the next three episodes, basically the next three Mondays, which are all going to be on working with the cycles which is really exciting. Um, and one's going to be on the seasons, one's going to be on the lunar cycle, and one is going to be on the Celtic wheel and some other kind of, uh, well, we're going to discuss a few different things in that, but essentially based around the Celtic wheel. So do tune in for the next three episodes on that. It's going to be like a conversation with us and then we'll do a free workshop. And then if you wanted to explore further, we will be offering a um, a weekend workshop in really, really tuning into that energy of spring. Um, it'll be just after Imbolc, which is part of the Celtic wheel at the start of February. And so it'll be all about kind of getting towards the end of winter um, and leaning into the energies of spring. There'll be meditations, there'll be energy sharings, there'll be dancing, there'll be walking, there'll be loads of different exercises in both the free and the paid workshop. So if you're interested in them, then do check them out. Like I said, I'll put the links below and do listen to the next three episodes all on about the cycles. So yeah. Thank you everybody for returning and for anyone new being here. I really, really appreciate you all. And if you would like to share this episode or join the Substack newsletter, which is free below, or obviously expand to the paid one if you like, which is either five, six or seven pounds a month, who knows, something like that. <laughs> uh, but two weeks free in the beginning, you cancel any time. Then do check that all out. And uh, yeah, also, if you would like to review, that would be incredible. Thank you, because reviewing on Apple Podcasts and rating on Spotify is a really great way to help the podcast grow and reach more people. So thank you. Thank you, everybody. And yeah, we'll see you next week. Bye bye.